And a lovely Saturday it is, and tonight the first Honda celebration of light night and the first major public fireworks show within the last three years in the city of Vancouver will take to the skies over English Bay and kicking off the 30th annual fireworks. Tonight will be Akaria Fireworks representing Team Japan. Canada has a go on Wednesday, and the festival wraps up a week from tonight with a always gluttery show from the folks from Spain. Joining us now to talk about tonight's show, round one of three, is Paul Runnels, executive producer. Paul, good morning and welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, you busy guy running around town, closing streets and getting ready for everything. This is, <laughs> this is an exciting night, the first time in a few years, Paul. It certainly is. It's been a long, been a long couple of years, but uh, we're delighted to be back and the weather's cooperating. We're going to have a terrific day. I'm I'm projecting 200,000. I think that's a conservative projection given the oh, yeah. weather and all the rest of it. But based on a lot of years of doing this, you're talking to a former judge here, Paul, from a few years ago. <laughs> so I think 200,000 is, is, is a conservative number. Do you? I, I believe it is. Yes, sir. So what's your projection for this evening? Yeah, you know, uh, if I'm using my anecdotal data from ticket sales at our ticketed venues, uh, but also the uh, response and uh, sort of uh, support that we've been getting from people just down on the beach here all week while we've been setting up, there's uh-huh. just a, tre- a tremendous amount of support for this event to come back. So, you know, our, our sort of average numbers uh, reported by the uh, VPD uh, are in the 350 to 400,000 people range. Now that's spread between Kits and uh, English Bay, but sure. you know about fifty percent of those probably are going to be in the English Bay area. So your number might be accurate for English Bay, but certainly not for the number of people in total that are going to be out here tonight to catch this show. And as the festival has evolved over the years, Paul, more and more things have been added on. You're talking about ticketed events and all the rest of it. Now, talk to us a little bit about what's going to happen before the big fireworks show with all the music stuff tonight. So we've got a new music stage this year that we've put in at Morton Park. Um, so that is going to be programming from 2 o'clock this afternoon until 8 o'clock this evening. Uh, it's also a licensed area, so people can sit and have a glass of wine and listen to the music and uh, just enjoy that atmosphere. And where's Morton uh, Park, Paul? Morton, Morton Park is uh, right at the corner of Denman and Davie. Okay. So it's, uh, it's the, it, people might know it for where the Laughing Men statues yes, are. Yes, of course, yeah. So, yeah, so it's right in the heart of the action. Uh, we're really excited about this area. We think it's going to be a lot of fun. We think people are going to be really uh, happy to come down and, and spend some time in there. We've also got the Red Bull Air Show coming back uh, for all three nights. So Pete McLeod, the stunt pilot, will be performing his uh, crazy uh, <laughs> aerobatic uh, show uh, at 7.40 this evening. Okay. Um, and then on uh, Wednesday night, the 27th, um, we're going to welcome back the... Uh, uh, Canadian Forces Snowbirds, uh, they're coming in uh, to do a very special presentation uh, on that night. It's being uh, sort of brought to us by the, our, our friends at Concord Pacific, but um, that show is always a tremendous uh, favorite with people, so uh, uh, lots of folks uh, expect you to come out for that. Absolutely. Now, Paul, a lot of ink has been spent over the past couple of days by the folks at TransLink advising and recommending that those who are planning on heading down to a viewing position, wherever that may be, do so by using public transportation. I would expect you'd be happy to echo that sentiment this morning. Absolutely. We strongly encourage people to come down by transit or for those that are uh, a little bit more active, uh, they can walk or bike in. There's uh, you know, there's great routes to get here from throughout the West End and downtown. So uh, a lot of people will just ditch the car altogether and 
I'd make their way down here. And I talked about you closing off streets on the West End. It's not you specifically putting the barricades up, but Paul, the West End will eventually shut down as Saturday progresses. So anybody trying to get around downtown Vancouver needs to know that this morning, don't they? Yeah, so the West End road closures go into effect at 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, and that basically closes the West End to anybody but uh, residents. That's right. Uh, there are several access points that are left intact for that, but uh, uh, general vehicle traffic is, is, is shut down as of 7 p.m., and there are some closures. We're actually in the process right now of putting in uh, an eastbound closure on Beach Avenue so we can divert the bike lane uh, and pull in all of our food trucks and other uh, stuff that needs to come into the uh, English Bay area. So there are some... You know, we're starting now, but uh, it really ramps up at 7 o'clock tonight. I know a lot of people, of course, have their own favorite spots. This is the 30th annual. We're pretty good at finding our little our little spot. This works for me every year. But how about someone who's maybe checking it out for the first time and wants to find a family-friendly area and bring the squirts along? Any recommendations, Paul? You know what? It's uh, anywhere down in English Bay really is, is a great spot to view this. Yeah, the the nature of the crowds that we get out now and have been getting out for the last many years is is much more family friendly. I mean, that's really what what we undertook by by changing up the format of the events a little bit, by adding in all this daytime and music programming, by creating these ticketed areas. It was all designed to to draw in more families or seniors or tourists that might uh, they might not have the time to come down here at two o'clock in the afternoon and spend the day on the beach, but they're very happy to be able to buy a reserved seat in a grandstand and come down and enjoy a glass of wine and watch a show and, and have it be in a very comfortable environment. So there's kind of options for everybody, depending on what their, uh, what their personal preferences are. Uh, although that being said, we are completely sold out yeah. for tonight. Uh, we do have tickets still available for Wednesday uh, and for next Saturday in the Grandstand Bleacher, but also in a couple of our, our lounges. So there are still some options, but those tickets are moving very quickly. Uh, and we do expect them to all uh, sell out here in the next couple of days. Uh, and I would expect that to be the case, too. Now, Paul, just as a reminder, what time do the actual fireworks start? The fireworks go at 10 o'clock tonight. Um, so, yeah, so we do encourage people to get down here in time to, to catch the top of the show. But, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a terrific day down here. It's going to be a gorgeous weather uh, uh, for the for the entire week by the looks of it. So, um, yeah, we're really, really excited. Well, for, for after a long hiatus and for anniversary number 30, I'd say we're in line for some excellent weather. And you're right, the forecast for both, for all three, tonight, next Wednesday, and a week from tonight, very much in our corner. Paul, you're... Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.